Y de Veracruz América, que es el que viene, ¿no? Mm -hmm. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 69. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, 69, one away from 70. We're getting that much closer to... Uh, To that a hundred dollar, uh, the hundred dollar. To that a hundred. Uh, I wish we had a hundred dollars at this point. Um, yeah, nice. <laughs> to the a hundred episode mark, but uh, we got plenty and plenty to talk about. The end of the season, the regular season is upon us, and uh, America still yet to clinch a pretty good position. We are officially into the Liga, but not in the spots that we want to be. But before we get into all of that, before we break down all the good, all the bad, and all the maybes. Let me introduce, as always, my co-host, Mr. Christian Rosendo. Christian, how are we? Pretty good, on my man. Pretty good. Uh, content that we got the playoff spot, but not content on how we played. Definitely a poor, poor game. We'll talk about that right now in full detail. And everyone's favorite cowboy will be joining us today. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to make it into right now, as he is right now watching Avengers Endgame. And he will definitely be joining us in just a couple of minutes as soon as, spoiler alert, Cowboy Dan brings back Rhodey the Coyote. I don't know if I saw the same movie as you, Christian, but I'm pretty sure that's how it ends. Uh, yeah, I think so. All righty. But we do have someone here tonight, a very special guest, someone straight from Mexico City, uh, a fan and someone that uh, knows exactly what he is talking about when it comes to the sport of soccer. Let me introduce a good friend of the podcast, Mr. Ramon Betech from Mexico City. Ramon, how are we? Como estamos? Hi, how are you? Thank you for we're the invitation. Good, good. No, thank you for coming. Gracias for uh, for coming in, for reaching out to us. Uh, Ramon reached out to us, and we thought this was the perfect opportunity to bring him on. I've uh, been able to read a couple of your works. Uh, he's he's written various and countless uh, articles, uh, not just about America, but different uh, topics in the world of football as well. So we will link definitely some of his work uh, in uh, in in tweets to come. And uh, we're, we're, we're happy and we're excited to have you, Ramon. So, again, thank you. Um, tell the people a little bit more about you. Si quieres en español o en inglés, however you feel comfortable. But, you know, uh, let the people know exactly who, who, who Ramon is. Okay. Um, I live in Mexico City. I am 15 years old. And I am a, a fan of Club America. I... I really like to watch their games and not only Club America games, well, okay, the, the most games that I want to see are Club America, but I am also a fan of, of the other leagues around the world. Uh, for example, in Spain, my favorite team is Barcelona. And on my, on my free times, I, I write articles um, on pages like uh, Juan Football, uh, Los Expulsados, and now I have a, a page on Facebook that it's called Pido Mano. We started uh, on August of the last year of 2018, um, and I am very happy to be here. Well, very happy to have you along now. Um, Christian, uh, I think if there's anything that we've done here at the UI podcast is kind of 
break through some of the trends that has been going around in in the English language community. And I know we're getting off a bit of a of a, of a tangent right here because you know we're supposed to start talking about the game. But I just wanted to address something real quickly because um, if if it's one thing that we've done here differently in comparison to other other podcasts, is we, I think we've been able to give a voice to some of our listeners, some of our uh, some of our viewers, and and to some people that uh, maybe wouldn't uh, wouldn't be able to you know hop on into into other podcasts just so easily. Um, you know, with, uh, with, with, you know, different outlets and whatnot. But I, I think it's been important for us to kind of give an outreach to people like Ramon, uh, people like uh, Axel, who came on here too. I, mm-hmm. I think we were the first ever podcast to ever give a platform to someone so young at the age of 16 for Axel. And, 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 right. and now for now you 15. to come on, Ramon, um, 15 years old, I think uh, I, I think it says a lot. And then I know some people may look at it and, and look at your age and say, well, he's just a kid. What what does he know? But um, I, I think people are starting to 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 take out of context exactly what it is. And it is your generation, and 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 you know, even the 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 kids you know younger than you at that point, uh, you guys are the ones who drive, uh, you know, the upcoming generation of football the institution you know the english language that that's going to be uprising and it, it starts with you guys and i think it's something that we need to kind of give a platform to a voice to as well because yeah you know you guys are one are exactly what going to carry this forward uh you know we may we, we may find you know a, a bit of a stepping stone here and there but it's 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 your generation it's you guys who who listen to this and and, and who you know are at that of a young age going to carry it forward as the years go by so I, I i think that's been always kind of one of our goals here at the EY podcast is it doesn't matter your age it doesn't matter where you're from i think it, what matters is how you look at the game how well you can talk about it not just that but really if if you're passionate about it then there's got to be something to it you know yes absolutely Definitely. Alrighty, boys. Well, that was a bit of our tangent. Let's get into the nitty gritty of things. Santos came to the Estadio Seca on Saturday as America hosted um, what seemed to be a very entertaining game before kickoff. But once things started going, it didn't look so well for America. Now, granted, the first couple of opening minutes did seem promising for us as we were just explosive we were going down we were getting at santos's face even causing a couple of mistakes here and there at the back whenever they were trying to play out really really wanted to see us capitalize on that but i'm gonna be honest i don't think we did i don't think we did and then of course we'll break down exactly what happened after that because in this game there was two red cards and uh, just a lot a lot going on um i think you saw america at the last couple of minutes kind of just winding down the clock um really just kind of holding on to the victory and just really just trying to walk away with three points. Now, we'll get into that as to why maybe that was not such a bad result. And we'll also talk about why we probably should be seeing better from them. But I'm throw it out to you first, Christian. 90 minutes go by, 1-0. You see the fact that there was these two red cards. You see the goal from Emmanuel Aguilera and everything that came in between that. What were your final thoughts? Um, like I said at the beginning, you know, uh, at first I was like, okay, I'm relieved that, you know, we most 99% we have a playoff spot no matter what happens. I was relieved of that reason alone. But then looking at the game and really like looking back and see how we played and everything you like you said in the middle, uh, there's a lot, a, a lot of room for improvement. And I guess you would say some uh, concern, especially heading into the last game of the season. 
Yeah, definitely. I I think this one game, this one game was the exact game that you wanted them to kind of come up come up big because it's it's your last game at home. Yes. Um, definitely did not get that from them. Definitely no, not. Definitely not. Definitely. And we'll talk about why why I was so disappointed. I mean, I'm looking at the stats right here, and you, you got 14 shots, and you only managed to get two of those on target. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's it's a bit ridiculous. But Ramon, I'll throw you the same question. Uh, 90 minutes go by, final whistle blows. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, it. The victory is a, a important thing because if I mean the the three points that we got on as you said on our last game on the Estadio Azteca were the uh, were like the key for us to be on Liguilla. If if mm-hmm. we if we uh, draw or if or if we lost the game, it we we wouldn't be on Liguilla. But I think that that America has. It hasn't played at at the highest level ever because because of the injuries. For example, um, uh, Nicolas Castillo and Oliver Peralta, they are important players that that cannot play. Um, also, Nicolas Benedetti because of the injuries. So I think that that the thing that is affecting to us are the are the injuries. But as I said at the beginning, I am happy because we we got the victory on on the match against Santos. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Now I, I want to pick your guys' brain here because I think the first opening couple of minutes dictate what America can be in in relation to what this whole season has been. Um, and then after that, I, I really don't know what happened. But I think after the goal comes, you see an America side that just. Um, I mean, I don't know. How, how would you put it, Christian? After the goal comes, what? I mean, America just becomes complacent. I, I, I really don't know what, uh, how to describe them. Yeah, I guess you can say that. I mean, after the goal, um, after the goal was scored, and then I, there's this one moment in the match where Renato Ibarra came down the wing and crossed it into Nico Castillo, but then he missed the ball. That that kind of tapping that he missed. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, come on. Let me okay, <laughs> okay. So I think after that, that's when America started going downhill. Like you, you, you never saw another chance. Like that again. Um, they 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 were going forward, but with that creativity, and this is where you really miss a player like Benedetti. You know, someone that w- that was bringing explosiveness to the attack and uh, and variation. Uh, instead of just going through Nerato, you know, he could have went down the middle or through Ibarguen. But you know, you kind of saw a lot of that missing in the in this game, especially in the first half. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I agree to that. Um. I think you're right. I think a Nico Castillo miss kind of sets the tone for what what was to come in the game. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. When that happened, I I knew he wasn't gonna score. But was uh, it was it was it Nico's fault? Or was it Ibarra's fault though? I think it was both. Because some um, people say that Ibarra kind of crossed it in way too hard, and then he, everyone's saying, "No, well, Nico's too slow. He couldn't get it to it though." Ibarra crossed it too hard, and Nico should have gone with his left, not his right. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. That's, that's you can you share the blame on that one. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, you know, we'll see, we'll see. That was um, terrible. Ramon, that was what what uh, what was your take in 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 the first twenty minutes? How did you see America? Mm, well, but um, on the first twenty minutes of the game, I, I think that they they start like 
playing, for example, in like slow, but when the when the penalty scored by Emanuel Aguilera came, um, America's level like increased, but it after it decreased very very fast, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the penalty. I, I I think that's a good place to start. I mean, because previous to that, I mean, yeah, they had some chances, really not nothing too concrete. Um, and it wasn't until the penalty that you saw them get something so clear cut in, in front of goal. Right. Um, prior to that, though, you saw America. I think <laughs> I think it was a Chicken Little saying America came out swinging. Um, they did. They did. You you saw that intensity from them. Exactly what you wanted to see, right? I, th- I think everyone we mentioned this on the last podcast. You wanted to see an America side be aggressive, mm-hmm. go out, look for the game, especially in your home territory, right? Yeah, especially with the and with the best eleven that you could possibly put out. You know, this exactly. that this is what this this uh this team was made for to to give performances like that, but for ninety minutes, though not for twenty minutes uh stretches. You know, that just that's just not us, and that's not gonna cut in the yeah. We put like that in the game, we're gonna get bounced off first round. That's just facts. But no, I think in the first 20 minutes, Ivan, this is something that me and you loved. Um, especially because they they attacked, they were they put lots of pressure, and that's just something that um that we need America to do on a consistent basis, you know. Definitely. And then I don't know if it was because America was just so aggressive or Santos was just so poor. Um I just I I, I couldn't make a an actual decision on it, but mm-hmm. um, we looked we looked good, at least in the in in before we got to the final third of the pitch, where I think we needed a little bit more consistency, finding uh, finding shots or or taking better opportunities. But I'm looking at the momentum bar right now, and it's all America in those first couple in in those first opening twenty minutes, twenty five. Yeah. Um, we're pounding them. We, even even so, after that, I mean, there's not that much Santos in it for the rest of the game. Yeah, there's there's a chunk in in, in the second half where I want to say it's between minute fifty to minute seventy five, maybe, mm-hmm. where where you see Santos maybe have more of the ball. But even then, so I think, um, you, you know, you take you take in consideration everything that America was doing. That I don't, I mean, I I don't think America should have walked away with just one goal. Mm-hmm. No, no, hundred percent agree with you, and especially because of like, like I, like I said again, like the lineup. You know, this is the best eleven you have, and you know you have to do more than just one goal against a Santos. That let's be honest, that wasn't really so good, uh, to begin with. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, I kind of lost my train of thought exactly where my next question was going. Um, but like I said, let's go back to the penalty situation. Um. It, uh, if, I, if I'm remembering correct, it's off corner, right? Or off a cross? I, I actually, no, I actually, no, I couldn't remember, to be honest. Well, point is that uh, the ball's coming in, Guido gets hugged from behind, correct? Yes, yes, and yes, then I, that, that it's I do taken remember. down. Did you guys think it was a penalty? I thought I, I thought it was clear cut. I thought, yeah, you could have given it, it's fine, Ramon. Hey. Sorry, sorry. Why? What was the question? Uh, did you think it was a penalty? Yeah. Well, honestly, it was just like a contact from the from America player and Santos player. But it, 
it was honestly it was not a penalty but when i would what i will say it happens on like on all leagues of the world when a player feels a a contact inside of the of the area and when he feels a, a, a contact he the only thing that he does instead of fighting for the ball again he he falls and like to for the referee to think that that it's a penalty in this case it was like su successful to say it like this because he the referee gave America the penalty, but uh, as you both were saying, I, I think that it's not like kind of fair uh, that we go only with one goal because we are on, on our home, uh, on our stadium, and then the goal is only one goal and a penalty goal. So we I, I think that minimum we, we had to score like like two or three goals and yeah okay okay I, I i agree um surprisingly enough i didn't I, I i this has been a topic right now too in the chat but they didn't take it to the var which um i was surprised at i wasn't surprised how, huh i wasn't surprised i mean just because it, I, I thought it was it's just been the center topic of america i thought those no, no, i mean yeah I, I know where you're going with that but i mean that's kind of it's kind of obvious uh, obvious foul I mean, yeah, no. I mean, like I said, if if he gave that, and for me that that was fine. You know, he he gave it. I was like, yeah, that's understandable. That, mm -hmm. That's a penalty to me. You know, you no, can make right. the argument otherwise, but I mean, it I it know. is what it is. The referee gave the call. Emanuela came up, took it, scored it. Then again, America gets just complacent. Uh, yeah, it's just I don't know. Man. I don't even want to talk about it anymore because we just sound like a broken record, honestly, at this point. I mean, we get we get we get a goal, and we think we should all right keep keep um keep on the acceleration, go get more goals because goals can come into a factor, especially when the 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 spots are so tight and um you know any any goal differential, uh favor that you can have you need to get in order to get better position, um, but no we we don't we don't do that like you said this game just becomes very uh very very dull in my opinion very little excitement from there on out and you know that's just not a good sign for us and i think you and ramon make a make a good point that uh should have been a game of more goals and i'm looking at the table right now america necaxa pachuca all tied up well no excuse me america and necaxa are tied up with 26 points right yes yes the goal differential separating them is non-existent because necaxa has seven goal differential and america has a seven goal differential that's what i'm saying Guess what? Necaxa scored more goals than America, which is the tiebreaker, which means they go up top. And if for whatever reason America was to be level with Pachuca, guess what? The goal differential is still the same there, and Pachuca would be on top also. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've 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 ran the risk of 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 being in this situation because of things that you have to, haven't been yeah. able to do prior mm -hmm. to this matchup, and and now you're facing the consequences, and you had a perfect opportunity to not do so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is this the position that we're in. I think just dates back to a couple games ago. I think I think it all starts with the Tijuana game, in my opinion. You know that those are games yeah you should have won that we needed to win. I think that's when we first started saying that these games are going to become more important now, and you guys now know why because of a loss here and a loss there. Just like we said, now you're in a position like this. Yes, you have a player spot secured. All right, congrats. 
but you know now it's time to get a better position because you know any any team from four up in my opinion is a it's a very dangerous team so and you want to have home field advantage and you're not it looks like we're not going to have that this uh this league year the best you can do is finish fourth place yes but that'll require a lot of results to go in our favor and a lot of unlikely results too, considering the we other need opponents. to we need to whoop Veracruz by what a margin of four goals you want to say, and Cruz Azul to lose by a margin of at least two, something like that. And then you need Pachuca not to win, you need Necaxa not to win. And that's uh, it. I mean, I mean, it's not it's not impossible, but it's not probable. No, no but honestly, I don't think that that Cruz Azul will lose with uh, Morelia. Yeah, that uh, that yeah, yeah and, Morelia. And, yeah, honestly, Morelia. I, I don't know, man. Morelia's just a tricky team to talk about. They 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 show up so good in the first half. It looks like they have a game, and then like they just you know disappear. So I mean, oh, I but when they come play against us, it's like oh, I mean that's but that's any team though. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, like I said, we're in this predicament. We needed more goals, had the perfect opportunity. Um, and like I said, America just gets complacent after the goal. Uh, I mean, they still start looking, but I mean, it's not to say that they actually found exactly what they needed. Um, again, momentum wise, I think we had the upper hand the first half. Second half, you see America start off uh, on the right foot and then it gets lost in transition somewhere. Yeah, um, and Santos starts to be a little bit more, uh, more ball dominant. Mm-hmm. Even so, though, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm looking here just to kind of be accurate with everything. Santos had a total of two shots. I mean, seven shots, and a total of two on target. We had fourteen. We had double their shots, and yet still had the same amount of shots on target. Yeah, just very enough. Ineffective when shooting on target. I guess that's that speaks volumes to uh. To and that, again, guys. it's like you said. It's not to. It's, it's, we don't want to sound like a broken record, but it's been the story of of the season, not just this one, but the prior one to this too. Yeah. Um. I don't think we're the broken records. I think America's the broken one because yeah. they, they 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 don't seem to fix their mistakes, and 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 we're here yet again in the same position. It's because um, they don't listen to it. That's why. Yeah, uh, question. I also want to bring up another topic. I don't know if you guys wanted to get into it, but the substitution seemed a little bit weird to me as well. I was going with that right now. I was going with that right now. I mean, I, I, I feel like we sometimes ignore it, and I, I really wanted to talk about it a little bit. So, you had someone like Oria Peralta on the bench today. Yes, you did. Against Santos. Well, not today, but obviously Saturday. Um, on Saturday. And yet, you saw the three players to come in are Vargas, Matos Uribe, and Henry Martin. Mm-hmm. Well. <clears throat> I don't know. I'll I'll I'll, I'll let you, Ramon, start. Uh, did you like the substitutions? Do you think they were the right call to make, or were you questioning what Bioko was doing? Mm. No, yes, as as you said, uh, having Rip Peralta uh, on the not on the eleven on the starting eleven is like it's like kind of weird, but. I think that Miguel Ria had to uh, to give him a, like a chance again uh, to to play. And as I, the whole thing that I am saying, uh, 
during all the episode. I, I am not comfortable with that, with the result of the match, because yeah, America needed to score more goals. They did. They did, yeah. and, and you had someone like Oriol Peralta, who, yeah, is, is not at the at the peak of his career when when it when you talk about scoring goals. But I mean, maybe could have provided something better, you know? Like exactly for me, Roger Martinez was inexistent this whole match as well. You know, and he still played the whole ninety minutes, and then he still played the whole ninety minutes. Uh, I mean, I, I guess Ibargan wasn't playing so well, but he was playing decent enough for me at least. And then why would you take him off? That just that 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 just didn't make sense to me either. Um, you know, Nico Castillo, another one that didn't play well, in my opinion. Um, why not take him out, you know? And give Nico Castillo? Uh, and give, yeah, Nico Castillo, yeah. Nico Castillo did get taken off. I meant, well, yeah, but I meant for Peralta, though. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, for, for Peralta. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just... um. And then we have that same situation we've been talking about, Henry coming in. Mm -hmm. And was he the impact sub that we wanted him to be? No, he wasn't. But, you know, that's just... It's just a topic I don't even want to talk about anymore. Definitely save that for later because I think he might play. Uh, he might need to play a role in the game against Veracruz. Uh, um, and okay. we'll uh, we'll talk about that. And then, um, I mean, just briefly to brush over things, that red card for Paul Aguilar. Nah, I don't. I wouldn't mind it. I mean, actually, he hasn't been really playing well in these past couple of games for my liking. Maybe this red card. Maybe yeah. Oh well, yeah. But maybe this record will be a blessing in disguise. You know, give him a game of rest. You know, let him look over what he needs to do better. And hopefully that'll kind of ignite something in him to be a better better player, better captain going forward into Ligia. Because right now we kind of need some, someone like that. So something to give us that extra push. Because right now we, we look very, very dull and, you know, not creative. And it's uh, it's alarming to us. Alarming to, uh, yeah, alarming to us. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I mean... What did you take? What was your guys' take on the last couple of minutes of the game? Um, as some people say that America was just kind of running down the clock, um, that we were just kind of holding on to it. Um, now, before I ask you guys a question, let me let me let me put let me throw my two cents in there. I think um, I think at the end of the day, the most important part for these players was the three points, especially after the poor results that you were getting week in and week out uh, mm -hmm. for things not going your way. I think they really needed this victory, whether it came. Uh, whether it came pretty and, and luxurious with, with four goals or five goals or whether it came ugly and rigged like this with, with a one-goal advantage. I think it was important for these players to come out and morally accept that they got the three points. Now, whether or not they can be content with their performance is a whole different story. Yet, I think they should be happy enough that they walked away with three points, boost them up, play the game against Veracruz, you get that result, then, I mean... Momentum is what carries you forward in the end into this Ligia. So that might just be exactly what they needed. But, again, it wasn't pretty to see. And it's not something that you want your team to rely on. But at the end of the day, I was a little bit more worried about just taking the three points rather than seeing this game out and actually closing it out properly. I think it was just a matter of fact of these these players walking away with all three points that I felt was uh, was the most important part, whether or not they played the pretty part towards the end. You know, honestly, I think that was just a memo all around. I think that was Piojo's message. Listen, guys, win, just win. I don't care how you guys do it, just win today. And we kind of knew that because, like, like Ramon said at the beginning of the podcast, America loses this game and we don't see Ligia this year. So this season, so it was a it was a must win. I think that was the memo all around. 
the players can be content because they won, but they should not be content because uh, their performance was very, very, very bad. Yeah. Yeah, he, they, they, it was not good. It was not good. Ramon, um, your kind of final thoughts on the game uh, towards the end and, and how America ended it? Well, I mean, I can, can I give a comment, but no, no, it's not about the game. It's like about, about the difference of, of the last year tournament and this year tournament. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Okay. So, um, last year, um, I think that America, uh, the football level, uh, it was very, very different because I think that on this uh, clausura, we our level is like decreasing, um, especially when we are uh, away, when America plays away and not on Estadio Azteca. Um, and one thing that that all the fans are uh, well, they want to see is America to be the champion again, but. It's like uh, on the the level that America is playing now, uh, with the level that they are playing now, I I see it very difficult because, um, for example, on Liguilla we can uh, we can we could play with uh, with Tigres or with Leon or with Monterrey that are the are very difficult, I think. So America has to like to to have a a speak with the with the coach uh, Miguel Herrera with all the players like to see what happened what's happening to see what uh, what America's players have to to change in order to to play better to play like to give us something like on the last year tournament as I said I I see very difficult the champion, the America champion this year. Yeah, it it it, it looks like you know in comparison to those to the previous tournament, I think the the big campeonato it seems a little bit grimmer every time that but that they play. Yeah, they got three points, but I mean, you check this America side into Algia against I mean the likes of uh, Monterrey or Tigres or even a Leon. You think we could really walk out and say that we can we can go toe to toe with them for a full 180 minutes? Mm. Probably, yeah, probably not. Exactly. I think that's why I said momentum carries you forward in 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 many ways. Now I, won't, I will say this, man for man, I think that we can go toe to toe with them properly. Hundred percent. Just whether or not the, these players show up. Yeah, and that's that's the key part to this. Mm-hmm. That is really the key part to this. We're gonna talk about that though when we get to Veracruz. Yeah, exactly. But we won't delay that any further. We'll we'll end it here and we'll say good result in the turn in the sense that America got the three points, but it wasn't good enough in the long run for what's to come. Mm-hmm. Not against uh, Veracruz and definitely not against the Liga. Yeah. So a victory with much much needed improvements. And um, I mean, anything else you guys want to add? No, I think you said it perfect. Alrighty, perfect. Well, we'll leave that in the past. We'll leave that behind us, and we are going to now shift our attention and focus into what's to come next for America in uh, in in the league, which is 
uh, definitely, of course, against Veracruz. But before we get into that, before we get forward into the uh, in into that uh, preview of the next of the final uh, game of the of the season for America, Christian, I give it to you now because it's everyone's favorite time of the podcast. It is uh, it is trivia time. So, Christian, let the people know what uh, what's going on today. Yes, sir. So. I have the scoreboard for everyone wondering. I have the scoreboard. Ivan will send it in the chat right now. Um, whenever he gets a chance. Today's question. Today's question is: What was the score of the last time we played against Veracruz, and who were the goal scorers? In order. So you better in get in order. order. In order, yes, in order. If you don't get Ooh, it, okay, you're making it difficult now. Okay. If you don't get it in order, then you will not get the full forty points. Um, whenever my good friend Ivan can put that in the chat for you guys, uh, that'll be up. You have an hour. Scoreboard will be um given to you guys next week to reflect this um this question. Um, uh, it's getting um it's getting to the nitty gritty of it. Uh, there's a it's like about four four people that can contest for that top spot. Um, uh, it's a, just a little, a little bit disappointing to see a lot of people not kind of come back, but I mean it's understandable. But for the people that are playing week in and week out, I want to say thank you, you know, for showing your interest and actually having fun with us. Uh, this is a lot of fun for us. We we talk about this before and after the podcast, uh, every single time we do this, uh, trying to see how we spice things up a little bit. And, you know, just thank you guys. And hopefully we can get a prize for you guys soon, sooner rather than later because that's something we have not talked about, even though we were saying we were going to talk about it, we never talked about it yet. But uh, so, yeah, there's the question scoreboard, and um, we'll see you guys next week for trivia. Definitely, definitely. All right, thank you so much for that, Christian. Now, like he said, uh, get your answers in. You guys can see your scoreboard selection as well. And if you, and even if you're not close to the to, to to contesting, just go ahead, answer it, have some fun, get some practice in, and get yourself ready for next season. As uh, we're gonna try to amp up trivia a little bit more, a little bit more enticing for everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully have more people come to the show because of it as well. So yes. we'll have to wait and see at that. Of course, we all know you all have plenty of uh, other things to do. You guys don't always have a free Tuesday every single time. But uh, if you guys ever do and you guys want something to come come, come do, then you guys just come over here and answer some trivia, get that much closer to a prize. So thank you again, Christian, for the uh, for the question. Actually, thank you, Ramon, because Ramon oh, actually yeah. helped us uh, orchestrate mm-hmm. it right before the podcast started. So thank you, Ramon, as well. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they may... They uh, they find themselves very, uh, very challenged by that, which I don't think uh, that's not fair. We we should be like no Google, but half of these people are gonna use Google. It's okay. Yeah, I mean that's all right. Just got admitted you guys use Google. It's all right. Don't worry. Alrighty. Well, um, actually, um, I was hoping to jump into the next segment, and and the next segment I wanted to talk about was the ladies. But, but seeing as how our good uh, our good cowboy is still yet to make his appearance, I think we'll jump into the Veracruz game, and then um, and then we'll go on to the ladies. So, uh, how does that sound? I'm I'm fine with that. Alrighty. Well, if that is the case, let me uh, also remind every single one of you guys listening right now via either iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify. You guys can always find us on Twitter at the Eagle Eye Podcast. Actually, no, there's no the. It's at 
Eagle Eye Podcast. Uh, you guys find us again on Twitter and uh, Instagram. And like I mentioned, if you guys ever, for whatever reason, miss a live show, we're always on those platforms as well. So you guys can always have us on the go. And uh, you guys can always just listen to us whenever uh, whenever you guys have the time. So with that little plug, uh, let's get into it. America will be facing against Veracruz in the Estadio Pirata Fuente. Is, is that their stadium? Did I get it right? See. Si. Oh, awesome. I was I was literally just say, taking a leap of faith there. I had no idea if I was going to get it right or wrong. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that uh, America is going to be going on Friday night, correct? Friday, Friday night. night. Friday. Uh, America will be going down to Veracruz in search of not just seafood, but hopefully three points from what uh, hopefully will be a very good game for America. Now, I know what everyone's thinking. And then this is all, let's just say, let's put it out there. People are thinking that's three points in the bag. It's Veracruz done and done and dusted, right? They got zero points. Right. And they that's got, why people are thinking like, it's, it's, it's going to be a walk in the park, right? They got zero points. <laughs> but let's talk about, let's talk about what I foreshadowed when uh back in january when when the year started yeah man come on what the hell was that now let me give you a context of what i had thought was going to happen here we go this season strapping guys it's it's coming to fruition which is kind of the scary thing i should just instead of gone for the lottery ticket um i i saw america struggling because of the departures I saw America struggling because of the lack of reinforcements that were coming in, and because of that, I would have imagined that America would eventually have more barriers to come along the way. We've seen it in injuries, we've seen it unfortunately with the referee situation. And I thought, well, if that's the case, then I can see them struggling to finish off the season. Well, now I never ever doubted that we'd be in the position that we were right now. I thought we'd be at least sitting comfortably in like fifth, fourth place and struggling to get that third spot. Unfortunately, that's the, that's not the case. So um, I, I think America is in a much more dire situation than I thought. Now that Santos victory does help a lot. Now that does boost morale. And the fact that Veracruz is struggling the way that they are, and I did not anticipate them to have zero points at this stage. And even if they win, I think they still only get to two points, correct? I think they still get zero. Oh, no. No, because I think they needed, points? They needed some uh, a certain amount of points. But point I, is... Point is, they're going to end up with zero. That's the point. That is the point that we're trying to make across. Either way... America needs to go down there and walk away with uh, with all three points, and um, well, let's break it down beforehand. Let's 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 talk where we always talk where we start these conversations. The starting eleven. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the only real absences that we are gonna have are is obviously Paul Aguilar because of the uh, of the red card. Correct. And I mean, just the players that are injured, which is Nicolas Benedetti, you know. And that's it, yes. So now we should have a full star-studded team come Friday against Veracruz. So now I'm curious, and I'm going to throw it to you first, Ramon. What is your starting 11 for Friday? Um, well, on the the goalkeeper, obviously, Marchesin. Um, then 
If America wants to wants to score uh, many goals, um, I think that Miguel Herrera could uh, could start with instead of a line of four defenses, uh, only three. That will be um, I don't know Edson Alvarez. Um, mm -hmm. Will Paul Aguilar know because he has the the red card? Mm. Bruno Valdez is okay, no? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Edson, Bruno, and and Aguilera. Um, then on the on the midfield, eh, Guido Rodriguez and Matthew Subibe, um, Renato Ibarra and and maybe um, maybe Miguel Herrera could give a a chance to uh, a chance to play to Oliver Peralta uh, on the starting eleven. Also, um, also to Nico Castillo uh, can be on the uh, on the top. Um, well, I'm missing. I am missing one midfield and one uh, one on the top. So. Um, I well, interesting enough that you want to go with a back three. I think that's uh, that's something risky. I don't know if Piojo would do that, but uh, but then again, it's Piojo, so we don't know what he's gonna do. That's true. He could be uh, he could pull a rabbit out of his hat. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's uh, let, let let's go with you, Christian. Let, let's 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 go with your um, with your starting eleven. See what uh, uh see, see what you have in mind. Ah, uh, well, this is tricky. I was reading somewhere. Oh, oh, oh! Give us a second here. It looks like uh, it, it looks like everyone's favorite cowboy is just about to enter the building. For those of you who are listening to this and not being able to watch it, there is a curtain at the moment falling down into the mm -hmm. hangouts call as Correct. Cowboy Dan makes his way to the microphone. Yeah, that was very disappointing. I really, I really thought he would have talked. I feel about like that. I'm a showtime. Uh, yeah. Go, go, Christian. <laughs> Keep going with your starting eleven. Yeah. So, um, I was saying that I was reading reports that Herrera might give Valdez, um, uh, like a like like a rest. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually for it because then I can play the lineup of Marchesin, mm -hmm. uh, Jorge Sanchez, Etan Alvarez, Aguilera, and Luis Reyes. Uh, then I'll go Guido Rodriguez and Mateo Suribe in the midfield. Ibarra on one side, Ibarra on the other, and I'll have Henry and Nico Castillo up top. Okay, so you're going with a four four two. Two, yes, four four two. Who's your strikers again? Uh, Henry and Nico. Now that's the interesting part that I knew I wanted to talk about because I I had a feeling you were gonna put in Henry. Even though I don't like him, but, you know, whatever. I think it's because I think we've seen something not click with Roger and Nico, correct? Um, I guess, but I just feel he's just going to put him in. Uh, I don't think he'll start Peralta for any, anyone wondering. I, I don't think he'll, he'll do that. 
Um, but just given Rogers' performance against Santos, and it was very lackluster to me. And I know he wants to, you know, kind of get Nico Castillo back into form, so he's obviously going to start. And I guess the only other choice you have is uh, is Henry there. So, I mean, just plug him in there. Okay, so now here is my question. And I'm going to throw it to you, Dylan. Do you see Honoré Peralta coming in as a super sub? Uh, yes, I do see Peralta coming in at some point in this game. Okay. Dylan? Well, I mean, you asked me, but Christian but it in, so I guess I'm Christian now. <laughs> All righty. Well, nice to have you on the pod, buddy. Uh, you've been out for uh, a couple of weeks now. I haven't heard from you ever since I think uh, the start of April. Don't know really. Don't uh, really know where your whereabouts have been. Yeah, I've been sending plenty of emails out. Looks like no one's known uh, exactly where you've been at. But uh, good to have you back on, man. And uh, you ready for uh, you ready for Friday? Dude, I'm in the end game right now with my semester. <laughs> I thought the game. Careful with spoilers. I, I thought the game was Saturday. I'm being dead serious. <laughs> I, I think originally it was Saturday, but then they switched it. No. Um, I don't know. I I, I just always assumed it was Friday because it was at Veracruz. Mm, I don't know. I could be wrong. Then I'm putting uh, disregard me. Disregarded. All righty. Yeah, um, back to the lineup. Uh, Ramon, after hearing Christian's lineup, uh, are you happy with it? I know you want to see Oribe start, but um, with what he's put out, do you think if that's what Piojo went with, would you be happy with that? Um, well, the strikers, um, Nico Castillo and Henry Martin are, are good players. So, yes. And and the the other nine players, um, yes, it's a good it's a good one. It's a good lineup already. Uh, Christian, if you could just do me the favor, can you count how many foreigners you have in your starting 11? Okay, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven foreigners. That means that leaves room for two, two extra players on the bench. Obviously, one of them is going to be Roger. That just, leaves to, that just leaves to question who's going to be that other player. If, if the case is that Valdez is getting the rest, I would imagine that he's not even going to make the trip. Down to Veracruz. I, I think he'll make the trip. He'll make the trip, but yeah, he'll make the trip being at eighteen. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. So then, menace sits it out again. Menace sits it out again. Yeah, there's, there's, you won't see menace unless uh, there's a, an injury to like okay. an offensive player. But other than that, you you're never gonna see menace uh, dress up again, in my opinion. Yeah, like you'll Same. see those Marabares get called back from yeah, yeah. before you see exactly. Manif get get uh, get get a spot you'll in the starting eleven. You'll see Navarrete start over Martin's scene before you see Menez uh, back in the starting eleven. <laughs> is that true, Dylan? That is very true. Alrighty. Well, uh, Dylan, since uh, we haven't really heard much from you, uh, kind of lead us into this game. Uh, hearing his starting eleven, hearing what Piojo uh, might just put out there, and Christian kind of is the 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 fortune teller here since he's been the one that's gotten most of the most of the lineups pretty good knowing what he has out and and knowing what this Veracruz team is and how this America's team has been playing how do you see them coming into uh into this game Friday um I see them coming in you know making a statement you know I think we kind of said that you know just about since 
the Chivas game, you know, I, I, I was kind of listening in a little bit as much as I could, you know, we're not talking about Santos, talking about how, um, you know, it's, it's coming to that point in the time, you know, where we've dropped some of those games where it's uh, in this do or die situation, you know, we're kind of in that situation with the position that we're in. And so now I think it's one of those games where you make a statement and you have to really capitalize on the chances that you have have whenever you come into this game because you got to mentally focus now whenever you it, whenever you get ready if you make the gear definitely christian you want to add on to that or maybe say something a little bit different what what's your take of america coming into this game um it's i think their mentality has well this is where i want to get at actually so last season you guys we were making comparisons to last season and last season we before we got to Veracruz, we came off a draw against Cruz Azul, a draw against Toluca, and a draw against Santos. And then about this time, we were saying, well, you know, the, you know, the chance of a title not really looking good. But then we go into um, into into Toluca, and then we play Veracruz, and we 4-1 them. And we, we just look like a completely different team. And I'm kind of hoping for that same result on Friday. I really do think, and quote me on this one, everybody, if we have an explosive performance, I'm talking 4-1, 5-0, 6-0, you're going to see a different team, and that team will ride that momentum wave into Ligia, and I think that will, that'll give us enough push to make a serious run for the title. If we have anything less of that, though, then I really don't see much change in, in this team going forward, to be honest. Yeah. It's got one more chance, and they got to do whatever it takes to win, right? Whatever it takes. Pretty much. Whatever it takes to obliterate Veracruz. Definitely, definitely. Oh, Alrighty. Well, uh, <laughs> you read that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she at least didn't give away the goal scorers. Uh, it wasn't a. Oh, never mind. No, I can't say that. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. I. I think you. You two make a strong argument for it, Ramon. After hearing these two guys, you think America needs to go out there and and make a statement for themselves? Um. Yes, as. Christian said, um, America, I think that it will change a lot if they score like more, <coughs> I'm sorry, more than three goals. Um, actually, I, I remember the last uh, year tournament, um, America was was playing well, but the like the the match that they played the best, it was uh, against Veracruz. Um, and after playing with Veracruz, um, they, they went to the Liguilla and they, they won uh, the quarter, the, they won the, all the games and were champions. So. So as I said, and as Christian said, America has to do more than three goals say, mm -hmm. to have a change. Definitely. Okay, so now, now let me flip this conversation on its head and let me talk about Veracruz in a sense. And let me talk about the stadium, El Estadio Pirato Fuente. It's never been a kind stadium to us. I've never said that we haven't gotten results there, but in recent years and in recent memories, we've seen America struggle. Dylan, I believe it was just me and you talking about it exactly about a year ago, somewhere here or there within the past uh, month of last year, we were talking about a game in which America went to the, to, to the Estadio Pirata Fuente and was only able to manage a draw, 
right? Obviously, we're talking about two different American sides. We're talking about two different years, but we're talking about the same stadium and the same atmosphere that's always seemed to cause us a bit of trouble. Now, you've seen a team like Pachuca go down there and completely humiliate Veracruz, correct? But you went and you saw a Monterrey team go down there and only was able to score one goal. So the question is it, that I beg to differ here is, can we ride off this Veracruz team just like that, that quickly? Um, no, I don't think necessarily because I think I think it's too overstated. Uh, previously, you know, it just seems like you know whenever teams play America, you know, they bring the best of their best, and so you know, at the end of the day, you know, you still kind of want to know what uh, if if there's a Veracruz side that's going to surprise us. To an extent, um, at the end of the day, too, I think we've always said, you know, we should never take a take a side lightly, no matter no matter the circumstance or anything, and um, we'll just see how we'll see how it goes. Definitely, because let me tell you something: Veracruz is has nothing to lose, nothing to lose whatsoever. It's their last game; they got no hope for Liga. It's a mess going down there. Their manager is about to flip on the whole Liga Mekis institution, and we, I don't, I don't even know what's going down in Veracruz, but. They got nothing to lose. They got nothing to lose. They could go out there, they could kick the ball around and lose 42-0. Or they can come out and they could say, guess what? We're going to play one last good game. We're going to beat America in our home stadium. We're going to ruin their season. Call it a day. Simple as that. Right? True. You can you can get either or and a bunch of variants in between. But but I'm I I'm not I'm not so easy to write off this game as a four nil or five nil easy win for America. It I depends am. what America side shows up, and that's gonna be the most important part. This game is literally, literally up to us. It's in our hands. Whether you start off the game good or whether you start off the game poor, that is going to be the definition of uh of, of how this game goes for you. You you literally have it at the at, at at your fingertips. You just have to go out there and, and, and look for it. If you go and you find it, you chase it. Believe me, the floodgates will open because all you need to do is get one pass Veracruz early early on in the game, and it will and morale will go down. You wait till the twentieth minute. You wait till the fortieth minute. You wait till second half to score the first goal. It's not gonna go. It's not gonna come so easily, mm-hmm. right? And it's exactly what Piojorera needs to put in these players' minds that you need to go out there and you need to go and you need to score, whether you make a, uh, a fool of Veracruz again just, just the way Pachuca did or whether you walk away with a 4-0 advantage. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you need to go out there, you need to go and you need to score and you need to walk away with three points. Now, yeah. what I want to see is I want to see a team that plays like a team because this game alone, you're going to need more than individual performances to get you by if you want that big result, right? Sure, an individual performance will get you a one goal, two goal, uh, you know, victory. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. After that, yeah, you, you know, won't, yeah, you won't get much. And now you hit the hit the main point, I guess. Um, another another key point I think we should point out is um the strikers. You know, we 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 need them to start netting goals in because well, let's you know it's Ligia time. You know, um. And I guess once you have the confidence of our strikers, I think everything should just flow more naturally for us. Well, at least that's like the that's the concept of it, though. You you would feel like, yeah, yeah. Ramon, anything you want to add to this game? Uh, yes, 
Uh, I want to say that uh, maybe you said it, but um, they they have to play the game. Um, it doesn't matter that they are uh, playing with Veracruz. They have to take it seriously. Uh, for example, they, they cannot say, oh, it's Veracruz, we, the game is sold, the three points are a guarantee. No, they, they have to, to play football, to play good football, to score goals, to, to give uh, right passes. It has to be uh, communication with the players. Yeah, they, they have to take it seriously because um, if, they, if they score uh, many goals, the, it can affect on the goal differences. I mean, America can, when the, when the 17 uh, match day finish, America can, can stay on, on fifth place or on sixth place. But they, they, have to, they have to take it seriously. They have to play good. Yeah, I, I think you, you, you hit it on, on the head there. Definitely. Gentlemen, anything else you want to add on in regards to this Veracruz game? Um, I think goals are very important to talk about, especially now because any goal difference that we can, any goal difference advantage that we can get over Pachuca, Necaxa, or Cruz Azul, for a matter of fact, will be very key to us in our uh, position of the table and whether we get a home field advantage or not for the first round. Um, I'm pretty sure, I think Ivan, I'm pretty sure the first tiebreaker is goal different than goal scored. If I'm yeah. not, yeah, okay. Yeah. So let's just theoretically say, I think we're up one. Oh, well, I really don't want to confuse myself now. But let's just say Kurotu loses, Pachuca loses, Nekaxa loses, and we win. Um, we are, we're now tied with Cruz Azul on point, and then it comes to goal difference. And now, okay, we, we're fourth, Cruz Azul's fifth, but we still get that home field advantage against, um, um, we still get the higher position on the table, which and then will lead probably to a more home field advantage if, you know, results, um, results happen. I just think getting a better position on the table than seventh will be key, and I think we need to strive for that no matter what. Yeah. I, I think that's, like you guys said, it important, 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 important. But, you know, it, it like we said, what America side are we going to get? What America side is going to come out? And whether or not they're going to be determined to, to come out and play the game that they need to play in order to secure the goals that they need to secure. You know, it's, it's literally the easiest thing you could have possibly have asked for to finish your last game against a, vet, a very poor Veracruz side who has the last four games lost who have zero points, the only were able to manage four draws, have yet to win a single match in in, in the league. You couldn't you couldn't write this. This is a perfect pick me up. Now it's whether or not America could take the chance. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. We'll definitely have to wait and see. But I see some of the people already predicting it. Let's uh let's hear you guys' prediction. Dylan, I'm gonna throw it to you first. Give me your prediction for Friday. I'll go 3-1. 3-1. All right. Dil uh, Dylan, I just asked you. Sorry. Uh, Christian, your prediction for Friday? 5-0. 5-0. Wow, we're being a bit uh, uh, a bit adventurous here. Okay. Well, at least you didn't say 10-1 like Chicken Nugget. Um, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm not that delusional. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. He might be right. 
He if he's right, right. I'll, I'll buy him something if he's right. <laughs> and you can quote that too. All right. Okay. Chicken Nuggets. That, uh, he changed his mind. He said 7-0. Did he now? Oh, well, yeah. actually, no. Yeah. That's a little bit more reasonable now. I don't know about that. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Backing now. Backing now. All right. Ramon, prediction for Friday. Yeah, well, what time is thing is at 5-1. 5-1 for... For America. Ramon, Louis saying 5-2. Wow. Definitely adventures here already. Well, my prediction, I'm going 1-0. Veracruz takes it. I, I, I cannot be, I cannot be, I, I can't back out of my word. I said it from the beginning of the season, and I'm going to stay true to it. And this is the one time I hope America really proves me wrong. Okay, uh, off camera, you'll tell us what you actually think, right? Because I know you're not thinking the Veracruz will win one nothing. No, I, I, I'm already, I'm, I already set myself up for this, for this at the beginning of the season. Um, and if it happens, then I will just, I'll sit in my room in in the darkness and just say, you know what, I expected this. But uh, obviously, that's not what I'm hoping for. Uh, uh, I don't know. We, we need to end it right now, I think. <laughs> that is my hot take of the day. As Chicken Nugget said, it is my hot take. Veracruz 1, America 0. Who knows? Maybe this is exactly what I need to say for them to win 10 to 1. Maybe. <laughs> you never know. Well, we won't know. But uh, for those of you interested about the game, it is going to be live through Univision Deportes here in... Um, in the United States, Ramon, if you, for whatever reason, our listeners are going to be in Mexico for that Friday and want to know what channel that game is going to be played on, do you know what uh, yeah. what channel? Yes, it's at nine o'clock of Mexico City. It's on uh, Azteca Siete, uh, Azteca Seven. Azteca Siete. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, if for whatever reason you're listening to this and you're going to be down there in Mexico City or you live in Mexico and you want to know what uh, what channel to tune into, yeah, you already know. Azteca Siete in, uh, in Mexico. So uh, for those of you wondering how you guys can follow that game, if you cannot, for whatever reason, make it because it is late at night and you're going to be out at the club, turning it up, doing that two step at uh, what is the place called? Billy Bob's, right, uh, Dylan? Billy Bob's. Yeah, that's right. If you're too stepping in, too, if you're too busy, too stepping in that Billy Bob, but still want to know how, how things are going, then uh, you guys can follow the game live through Twitter at uh, the Eagle Eye Podcast. That is at Eagle Eye Podcast, and I will be live tweeting the whole game for your guys' convenience. And hopefully, uh, I will be typing goal, 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 goal for a good chunk of the match. So we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see whether or not. If that comes to fruition, but gentlemen, I think that was a that was a good preview. That was a good talk on on what America needs to do against Veracruz. Yes, sir. All righty, all righty. Well, looks like the the listeners starting to start some rumors, saying uh, Chicken Nuggets uh, stating that uh, he heard that Dylan was going to Veracruz to cover the game. Is this true? What? Can Is you this true? Are you are you are you going down to Veracruz to try to catch you yourself? Or or deny? Yes. Can you confirm or deny this rumor, please? We need to I'm, hear it first. I am denying because I have finals at the moment. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot take a trip to Veracruz right now. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, he cannot make it. But uh, we'll uh, we'll send Veracruz's uh, Veracruz a, a postcard of Dylan doing homework. Maybe that's uh, that's almost the same thing. 
I almost guess. the same thing. All right, gentlemen, it's coming to the end of the podcast. But before we get there, I think it's important that we discuss the ladies. So this is the ladies segment. Um, I'm excited to talk about them. They just had themselves a pretty decent, decent. two games. Yes, pretty decent two games against Leon. And, uh-huh. uh, Take that, Gary. <laughs> if uh, for whatever reason our good friend Gary Torres is listening to this, uh, we were rivals and uh, our team did uh, stomp you guys. But uh, that is neither here nor there. We are going to talk about the ladies right now because I think it's uh, it's important that uh, we, we we discuss them and uh, the good run of, of 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 form that they've seemed to catch for the for the end of the season for them and just taking that one step closer to the uh to the B campeonato. So yes. gentlemen, let's uh let's let's start off with the Lady Aguila segment. And let's uh let's take a trip back down to Thursday, April 25th as America went down to Leon in the Estadio Camp Nou. Um, or the new camp, I don't know. Uh, the new camp, there you go. I was already placing them over there in Barcelona. Um, <laughs> uh, the ladies went down there, grabbed themselves a good victory, a crucial victory. Yes, it was off a penalty, but which, by the way, maybe foreshadowed of what was to happen in the men's game on Saturday. But yeah, they walk away with a good, good result. and. You know, I, I I think that was the most important part of of this matchup, Dylan. I I know you and I we we try to keep as close of an eye as well as Christian, um, the ladies, but uh, they are a little bit more of your fort your forte. Um, how did you see these ladies? Uh, at, at least I know you weren't able to watch the game as none of us were, but um, what did you think when you saw the, the result of one nil? Um. You know, I knew it was going to be a battle, but at the end of the day, I didn't want to see maybe another goal scored. Um, like you said, it's kind of hard still to say, you know, since we weren't able to watch the game. But, you know, um, at the end of the day, you, you walked away with a good result, too. And, uh, you know, going into that second leg, too, you, you knew you had the advantage. Um, and then we kind of touched it up on the second leg, too. You know, uh, you can see the goal um, pretty early on in the game, and then you're able to get one back. And uh, you know, go up on aggregate. So you know, at the end of the day, you know, they just went out and got the job done. I think that's the perfect way of putting it. They got the job done. They went out, they scored, and um, and and like I said, I think the most important part was getting that victory at, at Leon. I think that exactly. was the most crucial part. Mm-hmm. That was the most important and tough part about it. You were able to secure it at home. Now I will say this though, uh, from the press conference of uh, uh, of their manager, it sounded like he wasn't too happy with that second game. Leon mm-hmm. definitely had them on the ropes at times. Leon definitely controlled some of the game. Uh, you know, unfortunately for them, they weren't able to hold on to their lead. But you know, fortunately for the ladies, uh, Lucero Cuevas came to the rescue. Mm-hmm. They're a star player. Definitely. Definitely, Ramon. You're a little bit closer to the ladies. Um, I don't. I don't know exactly how big the coverage is over there in Mexico, or if you even were able to watch the game at all. But um, what do you hear down there, or, or, or what was your take on on the ladies advancing to the semis? Well, Mexico City. Um, yeah, since the Liga MX of women started. Um, the the coverage of the channels has has expanded. Um, I didn't watch the game, but um, 
I am. I think that that America didn't play like very well, as as you said. The their manager uh, Leonardo Cuellar was not um, happy with the result. But now America uh, women have to the have to do the 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 things better because they they are facing next to Tigres. Uh, Tigres women are very um, are a hard uh, team, are a difficult team. Um, maybe maybe they Tigres will have an advantage because when they are on on their stadium. Um, but then when when America plays on on their stadium uh, of America, they we, they will also have the advantage. They have to they have to play well. Um, I think that I think that America women can go for the bicampeonato. It, it's possible. Very well said. Very well said indeed. Now that uh, that does lead us into the next part of this segment, which was the ladies have now found themselves their upcoming rival in the semifinals, and it's going to be a repeat of the final that uh, saw America crown themselves not that long ago. America versus Tigres. Dylan, can you give us a little bit more of an insight on this upcoming game? When, uh, if you know when these games are going to be played, or who has home advantage and stuff like that for our listeners. Um. Let me go ahead and look that up right now. I've been slacking lately. But, well, um, well. I know. I'm <laughs> well, sorry. Well. You, know, you well. just call me out like that, and I'm just like, Phew. Well, um, I know I know the first legs played Thursday. Yeah. And uh, Tigres is home. Tigres is home for Thursday. Tigres is home on Thursday, yes. So then that means we have the upper hand in this game. Yes. So that, I think that alone should set the tone of this semifinal for America, for the ladies. Do exactly what you needed to do against Leon, and that was walk away with a victory. Now, that won't be easy. Tigres is not an easy side, especially at home. Ramon said it perfectly. They will have the upper advantage. But if the ladies can walk out with a one-to-one draw, I think that is clinical. If they can walk away with the victory, that is gold. 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 Mm -hmm. So now... The most important part is to note, and, and, and I think the most beautiful thing about this ladies' side is, yes, they're not flamboyant. Yes, they're not scoring tons of goals, but they're a unit. They're a team. They know what they're playing at. And I think um, I, I think uh, Leonardo, Cue uh, what was his name? Cuellar. Cuellar. I always, I always forget his last name. Um, but Cuellar is, 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 is instilling in them exactly what they are a family, a unit, a team. And I think that's going to carry them very far into this Ligia if they can play like that against a very good Tigres side. Let's face it. Let's face it. This Tigres team has been very well from the beginning to, to where they are right now in, in, in the season. It's not going to be an easy game. But if uh, if they can go out there, play as a unit like they have, trust in, their, in themselves and trust in the system that they've been playing – I think we could see the ladies come out with a very favorable result and take it into the uh, into the Azteca come mm -hmm. come Sunday. Yeah, but um, no, hundred percent. I think the same game plan will kind of be like the Leon playoff. You know, you try to get a result uh, away 
a favorable one in your favor and, you know, try to close it out in the Azteca. But this time in the Azteca, don't try to make it too close because, you know, Leon did, did score first and it was looking a little bit, a little bit, a little bit scary there for a minute for us. But then, thankfully, our star player in, in, um, and Lucero came in and scored the goal that eventually eventually got us to the next round. But like you said, though, kind of kind of play together, really, really focus on our strengths instead of um, focus on our strengths and use that to our advantage and try to control the game like that. Don't try to play to their game because when they play in their game, they're very attackable, they're very offensive, and they will they will come at you and pressure you a lot and take any chance they get. You have to limit that, and by limit that, you play to your strengths and do what you do what you do. Uh, do what you know best, and I think we should uh, we should come away with this and add ourselves to a final. That would definitely be some sight to behold. Um, and I think the ladies know that they have something very very promising here. Um, and if you even if you want to play to your own pride, uh, you can even do so to think that you could be the first lady team in history of Liga Mekis Feminine to go into the history book and be the first B-Campeonato side. I mean, that's that's unreal, right? That's that, that would be unheard of at that at that point. Such it's early done. stages, yes, of course, but you set the the foundation of, of what could potentially be you know be down the road. So I think it's it's important that these ladies, you know, have a little bit of of pride to themselves too that they want to be they want to go down in the history book. Like these ladies already already got the first ever title for America. Can you now Imagine being in the history books for not just being the first for the first ladies to bring home a title, but the first ladies to bring home back to back. Yeah, that that that'd be some scene, right? That 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 sets the stage. That sets the that 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 sets the foundation of of, of what's to come for this institution in 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 the women's side of things. So, I think um, I think there's definitely a lot a lot to gain from 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 these women, and hopefully they can continue the the good run of form. Dylan, anything you want to say before we close out the ladies uh, segment? Um, no. I mean, they just gotta keep their head on their shoulders. They gotta just keep going forward and know the game plan and. Like you said, like play together as a unit and they can get the job done. All righty. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right, ladies, we are with you 100% of the way. So Thursday morning, before you go to work, 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm talking to you, Carlos, because I know that you wake up that early. Carlos is one of our listeners. And um, he, uh, he 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 wakes up early. I I don't know why I had to explain that. Um, But <laughs> uh, make sure you guys, the first thing you guys do when you guys wake up is hashtag Lady Aguilas, and let them know that we're going to be there in full support. And then on Sunday, after you just got back from a wild night of partying with Cowboy Dan, make sure the first thing you do before you drink any water, make sure you get your phone and you put out the hashtag Lady Aguilas as we're going to try to show the ladies there. We are with them 100% of the way. We'll do our best to keep you guys informed and to give you guys the best coverage as possible. Again, we have no idea whether or not we'll have the game uh, transmitted over here, but we will keep a close eye on both the lady games Thursday and Sunday. So it should be a hectic week again for America, seeing as how the ladies start to kick things off on Thursday. Friday, no no, uh, no movie coming out, but uh, we will be having America play against Veracruz. Saturday yeah. will be uh, uh, Cowboy Dan's uh, birthday bash down in Texas. And then, of course, Sunday, the ladies close it out uh, with hopefully a ticket to the final. And uh, should be interesting to see how things go and unfold. 
But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for coming out and, uh, you know, listening to us. If you're on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify, thank you for making it this far. I know sometimes we can be quite a drag, but hopefully you guys have enjoyed this. Hopefully you guys found this a bit uh, useful and a bit informative. And as always, thank you so much for coming out. Ramon, we want to give you a little bit of uh, a little bit of time to kind of plug you in. Um, feel free to speak in Spanish at this point if you would like. Um, I just want people to know a little bit more about you. Uh, just I know we gave you a brief introduction, but um, tell the people know. Uh, let the people know who you are. Um, you know exactly why you go for America. Um, you know your 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 passion for the sport and, and anything in particular, you know, the fact that you live in Mexico City, I think is great. Um, you know, there's a moment for you to talk about yourself. Go feel free to do it in Spanish. Uh, most of our listeners will will understand you. Um, so just go ahead. Just give yourself the, the, the platform right now and just kind of explain to them who you are. Okay. Um, bueno, pues yo vivo aquí en la Ciudad de México. Um, me gusta, en mis tiempos libres, me gusta escribir artículos. Eh, como les dije al principio, salgo en, en Los Expulsados, en Juan Fútbol. Una vez salí en Univisión Deportes, en, en mi página Pido Mano, también escribo en Facebook. Eh, y bueno, pues, como les dije también al principio, me gusta, me gusta la Liga MX eh, y también me gustan las ligas de, de Europa, ahí en Europa yo, yo sigo al Barcelona, aquí obviamente al América, en, en España pues a, al Barcelona y pues a veces cuando tengo tiempo también veo los partidos del Betis, pero no, no es porque le vaya al Betis, es por Diego Lainez. Sí, 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 y... Um... He just actually wrote a, a very good article on Diego Linus in regards to his situation at Betis, what's going on, and his take on everything. We will be linking that uh, whenever the podcast comes out as well, so you guys can have a good read on that. Uh, you know, caution, it is in Spanish, but it is a good read. So believe me, if, if you really want to read that and you can't read Spanish, uh, Google Translate will definitely be your friend. Uh, but definitely great work that Ramon has been doing. Again, Ramon, uh, I want to thank you for coming on. I know this was not easy for you as English is not uh, your dominant language, but for you to come out and, and do a good job, I think it was phenomenal. Um, I think, uh, you know, even at your young age, for you to be doing what you're doing, I think it, uh, it, it speaks a lot. It speaks very highly of you. I think uh, none of us at 15 years old had that the same ambition and, and the same drive that you have. Um, so it's, it's, it's very nice to see you. Uh, doing that and and I think it's it's very amazing to have a listener in Mexico City um, that that listens and wants to listen to us in English. Um, I think that's amazing and I think there's 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 got to be more people like you out there um, because I know English is uh, English is, is is spoken and understood there even though maybe it's not talked uh, as much but uh, it, it's 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 a huge honor it's a huge honor for you to come onto the podcast for us. Um, you know, for the work that you're doing, and and and, and I know for, um, for for the future to come, I uh, I'm sure that you'll uh, that that you'll uh, that you'll definitely be someone that we would like to see return on the podcast. You know, so thank you so much for for taking out the time, and uh, Ramon, you you've done fantastic work. Keep keep the work up. Keep keep thriving. You got a talent to this, and uh, keep keep going and keep working hard, because I 
promise you, you're just 15, and I can only imagine what you're going to be at uh, at our ages. So you just keep keep thriving, my man. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. I am very happy to be here. And and uh, as you said, I, I hope that on another episode, I can be with you again. Most definitely. Most definitely. We should do like, uh, we should have more people from Mexico and we should do like a EGOI podcast uh, Spanish edition. Spanish. That'd be That'd be interesting. That would, that we would nah. be the ones. We oh. would be the ones in trouble there. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but thank be... you, Ramon, so much. Uh, Ramon, where can they find you on Twitter? Okay, it's at Ramon eh, slash eh, guión bajo eh, pido mano. Eh, yeah, underscore pido mano. Eh, P i d o m a n o. Okay. Alrighty. We will have him linked on the show notes as well. And uh, for those of you who want to follow him, and we will tag him on our tweets as well. So make sure you guys check him out. Uh, does fantastic work. Uh, when you said Los Expulsados, I was like, oh, so you're you're going to be friends with Paul Aguilar for this, uh, for this upcoming week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, thank you again, Ramon, for coming out. It, it was, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, thank you to you two gentlemen, Dylan and Christian. Thank you for coming out and being amazing co-hosts as always. Like you do that, but they don't know. They don't know what you're doing with, it, yeah, with the audio yeah, section. Of I, I just said finger guns, but you probably interrupted me. I did. Alrighty, but thank uh, you again, guys. As always, you know me. Thank the you. Favorite, thank uh, you. Favorite time of the week. Favorite time of the week. Hashtag favorite time of the week. Alrighty, yeah, well I, to all of you, huh? I think I saw someone say that at the beginning of the the podcast. Uh, I, I got yeah. a little bit happy. Look at that. They're remembering. They're definitely, definitely remembering. All right. Thank you so much to everyone who came out to listen to us, who joined us. Thank you so much. Ladies, we are with you until the end. Make sure you guys make us proud. America, whatever you do, please, please, please prove me wrong and don't lose against Veracruz. But we'll have much, much more to talk about come Tuesday of next week. Thank you so much. We will have most likely even who America is going to be playing off in the Ligia. So uh, that should be interesting. And we're going to be in Ligia mode. Ah, if only we could take a break, right, gentlemen? No. <laughs> definitely no definitely definitely no all right then gentlemen thank you so much everyone good night as always we'll see you guys on friday we'll try to keep you updated with the ladies and as always you guys can find us on twitter instagram and all these platforms as well thank you so much as always take care until next time and as always arriba la america <laughs>